The Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. All right, cat's out of the bag because Motesy tweeted it. I didn't want to dime out Arthur Motes, all right? I didn't, I, you know, didn't want to commit any violations or anything, but he's tweeted it out. He's announced it. Uh, the reason Motes wasn't here on Friday, the reason he's not here today, a bit of a show announcement here, I guess. Uh, Motsi, unfortunately, tested positive for COVID. Um, he's doing all right. His symptoms are mild, but he is at home isolating. Uh, that's why he wasn't on the show on Friday. That's why he wasn't at the tailgate on Sunday. And uh, he will be out the rest of this week. Now, the reason that it's kind of a show announcement, I guess I said that and I made it seem like Motes was leaving or something. That's not the case. But uh, we probably should be honest with each other here and and state that um, it might be a couple weeks before you hear Motsi and I rock a microphone again, folks, unfortunately. Because a week from today, uh, my wife is due to give birth. A week from today, I'm due to have a daughter. So if you kind of do the math, and this is something that I've told you all, I'm taking, as soon as my daughter's born, obviously, I'm taking two weeks off to, to be at home with my wife and, and with my first child. Um, so if you can do the math here, if Motsi's out this week, and then we give birth, my wife gives birth, I'm out the next two weeks. Oh, gosh, it could be after the Browns game before Motes and I are rocking the microphone again together. Oh, geez, we'll find some ways. Uh, I was texting back and forth with Motsy. We might have him um, do the show the rest of the week from home, some things like that. We'll figure out some ways. But unfortunately, Motes got the COVID. Motes is going to be out uh, for this week, and I could be out the following two weeks after. So it's a crazy time here in Steelers Blitz land. But as always, you guys know we'll keep you posted on our Twitter accounts with the with the show happenings, and uh, and we appreciate your understanding and you guys rocking and rolling rolling with us as always. All right, let's get back to the Steelers here. Let's get back to Victory Monday, having some fun. I guess the damper on Victory Monday now is that according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be out for the rest of the season, shoulder surgery. Um, that stinks. I mean, there's there's no way to slice it. It is not a devastating blow for the Steelers wide receiver core just because you got Deontay Johnson, you got Chase Claypool. Now, hey, James Washington, it's it's your time to step up and, and kind of earn that contract and earn that opportunity that it was rumored you and your agent were unhappy that you weren't getting over training camp. It's a loss for sure. I guess the glass half full is that it it comes at a position group where the Steelers have a lot of depth and a lot of capable bodies. But there is a, I'd say, at least 50-50 chance that that yesterday was the last game Juju will play for the Steelers. You know, that's a very unfortunate part of it as well, too. I'm not completely shutting that door. A a lot of you, and we'll get to your tweets here as we roll along, as we always do, at Wesley Euler if you want to get involved with the, the show. A lot of you are tweeting... Um, kind of doomsday that, that this is it for Juju in Pittsburgh. And there is certainly a good chance that that's a possibility. But I don't know if I would uh, completely be discouraged by that yet. You know, we know Juju had some other offers, you know, namely that the Chiefs and the Ravens were, were the teams that supposedly um, offered Juju a contract last summer, last offseason, I should say. If he's coming off an injury, I I don't know if he's going to have a ton of suitors out there. He'll have teams that offer him deals for sure, but maybe once again, 
he'll sign a short-term deal with the Steelers and be back. I, I'm not naive enough to, to not say that yesterday certainly could have been the last game that Juju will play for the Steelers. It certainly could have. And if that's the case, that sucks. That's a crappy way to go out for anybody. But, you know, certainly for a guy like that, Juju, um, that, that does have such a connection with such a large part of the fan base. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't get too doom and gloom just yet. I think there's a chance that Juju's not done in Pittsburgh. We'll have to wait and see, but all the best to him, obviously. We wish him well. We wish him a speedy recovery, and we hope that he is able to continue along in his football career. But it is now James Washington season. You know, this is something that Moats and I talked about a bunch during training camp. It was, you know, put out there by... Adam Schefter, who we all know has a good relationship with agents, that James Washington wasn't happy, was maybe, you know, thinking about requesting a trade that he just, nothing, you know, personal with the Steelers, but he just wasn't getting the opportunity that he felt that he needed, particularly heading into a contract year, right? That he was the fourth wide receiver on the depth chart. Now it's time for for James Washington to step up. Um, He's got a real opportunity here. In, what, 12 games left on the season now. Uh, there's a real chance for James Washington to put together a solid body of work and position himself nicely for free agency this summer. It's time for 13 to step up. It's time for James Washington to do the dang thing. He led this team in receiving yards in 2019. Now, that came mostly from Duck and Mason, right? From the red-nosed reindeer and from Devlin Duck Hodges. But this is a guy we know is capable. There's a reason that he won the Bolitnikoff Award as the best receiver in college football. There's a reason that he was a second-round draft pick. He's a good player. Time to go out there, James Washington, and put it all together. Put together strong 12 games here to finish the season. And you'll position not only the Steelers uh, to survive this juju injury and be able to keep it moving, but you also position yourself to set yourself up for a, uh, for a nice contract when you hit free agency, either from the Steelers or from somebody else. This offseason on Twitter at Wesley Euler if you want to get involved. But that is the news. It appears, according to the NFL Network, that Juju Smith-Schuster is done for the season. So they'll need James Washington to step up. They'll continue to need the tight ends to play a role. Obviously, Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson, if they can continue to play like they did yesterday, that would go a long day, a long way as well. Uh, second straight game for a uh, big opening touchdown for Deontay Johnson. And just moments ago this morning, Deontay uh, taking some time to catch up with the media and discuss everything uh, that transpired yesterday, the offense, his performance, uh, how things are starting to come together for the offensive side of the football for the Steelers. Take a listen. The wide receiver room as a whole, you guys have dealt with a lot of injuries at different times. What makes you guys able to kind of withstand some of these injuries and not knowing the future availability of guys like Juju and James Washington. Can you guys absorb even more injuries going forward with, with their status kind of in doubt? I mean, it's football at the end of the day. It's injuries going to happen and it's next man up. So whereas Vaughn, Juju got to step up. That's Ray Ray. You got to step up. And that's how it's always been. One person go down. Somebody got to step in because uh, everybody's capable of, of playing and contributing to the offense and whatnot. So we're not worried about that. We're still going to go out there and play for Juju uh, no matter what his situation is. Um, we still go out there and do our thing on Sundays and uh, get ready to uh, work this week too. So We'll stay with you, bro. 
Sorry, I was trying to get back to unmute. Along those lines, I mean, you've played with Juju for a couple years now. What about his style of play? I mean, he just seems like a really tough guy when he's on the field. When you see him coming off the field in that kind of pain, I mean, what is what are your thoughts when you see that happening? And is that something that you guys can kind of rally around is playing for him no matter what his status is going forward? I mean, obviously, you goes to your mind like that. It's tough seeing him in that type of pain or whatnot. I mean, that's for like anybody on the field. It's tough seeing somebody get hurt. That's a key player to the offense or whatnot that goes down. And just gotta just gotta rally around him and just be there for him, you know, off the field. You know, a lot of, never know what's going through his mind or whatnot. Obviously he wants to be on the field, but to an injury like that, you you can't really do nothing about it. But we just gotta keep playing. He can hopefully he's gonna be cheering us on, on the sidelines or whatnot. I know that's what he's gonna do, but we're just gonna keep rallying around him, keeping his head in the game or whatnot, just being there for him. You know, that's pretty much it. Brian Backo. Yeah, Deontay, uh, what have you seen from the other guys who have been playing more over these last few weeks, whether it's Ray Ray or, or even Cody, uh, who's been thrown in there a few weeks in a row now? Um, just the the way they you know the offense or whatnot and come in and help at any time. Um, that's pretty much what I've been saying so far. They can make plays just like the rest of us. I mean, are they on the they're on the fifty three for a reason? So we can use them at any time, and they've been stepping up and doing that. And hopefully, they get more balls thrown their way, and we're just gonna keep playing as a team. We'll stay with you, Brian. Have you been in touch at all with Juju today? Have you? Talk to him or heard from him uh, in terms of what he's going through right now? Yeah, I talked to him a little bit. Just was checking up on him, see how he was feeling or whatnot. But not too much. He didn't really say much, but he's doing good, though, from what, what, what I understand and what he's told me. So just trying to be there for him, you know, keep his spirits up. Aditi? Deontay, uh, yesterday Ben had more time to throw than he's had all year. Can you explain when the ball's not, when you do have more time, what does that mean to a guy like you who specializes in double moves? What does that enable a receiver to do if the quarterback has a little bit more time? Uh, it gives me a little more time to do what I do in between routes or whatnot. Just to make plays downfield, obviously, I mean, Ben don't have time. He can't do what he do back there. Pick the defense apart, but just being just him by him being able to do that yesterday um, shows that he can still throw. No matter who's blocking for him, he still can pick the defense apart. And, uh, and he showed that yesterday. And we're just gonna keep on rolling. Can you just be we'll a little it. bit more specific when you say it's like doing what you do? Is that mean getting the double move? Is it making a cut on a guy? Is it? In your word, I want it in your words, not my words. What does that mean? What can you do? Yeah, just like you said, double moves, been able to do double moves, uh, uh, different stems in my routes. Um, whatever Ben wants me to do, that's what I do. I go over there and talk to him and ask him if it's okay in certain routes, whatnot. And if he says he agrees with it, then yeah, we're sticking with it. If not, then I'll change it up. That's pretty much it. Just allows me, gives me more freedom to do what I do. Michael, can I just ask one more? Sure. Okay, thanks. Deontay, right now, you and Ben have the highest passer rating together on the team. 
So he is the most successful when he comes to you. What's working so well? Why do you think that is? Um, just me working on off the field, you know, doing my extra little catching drills or whatnot, catching the ball at different uh, angles, whatnot, because, you know, the ball is not going to come to you perfectly every time. So you got to be able to adjust to the ball. I feel like that's been showing hard works, like, man, I feel I do it like every day. So I got to give credit to um, that and Lou when that's been throwing me the ball every day that I need him. Mark Caboli. Hey, Deontay, it's two straight weeks. You started off the game with long touchdown receptions. Why do you believe that they continue to watch you one-on-one on the outside, especially early in games? And you take that as sort of a disrespect that they only uh, have one guy on you at the time? Um, I, I can't really say and speak on that. I mean, I just go out there and play. If they decide to put two people in front of me, a double coverage me, then so be it. I'm still do my best to get open, you know, whether it's one or two, still do my best to get open at the end of the day. Right now I'm just going out there and playing and trying to help the team win. So go ahead, Mark, if you have a follow-up. What do you, what do you what is your mindset when you go out there and you only see that one guy maybe playing press on you? You know you're pretty sure that they're not going to be able to jam you at the line. Are you thinking, okay, this is a chance for me to make a big play? What's the thought process right then? It's time to eat. Like you got one on one, your best guy. Let's get it. <laughs> iron sharp and iron. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I do at the line regardless. In my mind, I feel like nobody can hold me at the line. That's just me. Um, saying that humble is probably, you know, it's just me. I'm just going to make a play at the end of the day. I'm coming down with the ball at the end of the day. Chris Adamski. Dante, you're on a streak here of um, long receptions in, in like four games in a row, and even dating back to late last season, there's probably like seven of the last eight games or so. Um, do you – is that something that's evolved in your game? Are you running more deep routes, or is that something you're proud of that you're able to, uh, you know, be more than, you know, run those long routes rather than be the the, the, the catch and run guy? I mean, I always been able to run every route, you know, route tree or whatnot. I mean, it's just a certain plays they call for me. Sometimes I'll just be running a little intermediate routes or whatnot. So, at the end of the day, I'm just doing what I'm told to do. I mean, if I get a deep ball, I'm gonna give it up. 100%. Every time Ben come to me, I'm make a play for him, make him look good. Um, I, can't, I can't really complain for him. I mean, I'm grateful that I'm making plays the way I'm doing this year or whatnot. So I'm just going to keep doing that and uh, getting in the end zone for Ben, trying to, trying to contribute to the offense and help the team win. Chris, do you have a follow-up? Yeah. Uh, um, it, assuming Juju's out for a while, can Chase be the? I know you guys all have to know all the positions, but but can Chase succeed and thrive in, as a slot guy as the next man there? Yeah, Chase can play anywhere on the field. I mean, like I said, anybody, any anybody in a receiver room can play anywhere on the field. I mean, he's been showing that he's been contributing each week. You know, making those big plays down the field. Shoot, he showed that yesterday. Those uh. Making tough catches as well, so I got to give credit to him on those tough catches he be making. Because uh, not anybody can just do that, go across the middle and just get smacked like that. Now uh, he comes down with the ball, so 
he, he take pride in that, and I'm, I'm happy for him. All right, we'll move it on to Jeff Hathorne. Jeff? Deontay, you were asked about Cody earlier uh, or about other guys. Cody seems to be on scout team that he can mimic anybody, whether it's a tight end, outside, inside. What could he bring to your room, and how much have you seen him grow? Uh, Cody, um, just the way he runs his routes. I mean, he's not the fastest, but he can, he can get open. And he has for sure hands. He's going to catch everything you throw to him. I mean, obviously, yesterday he had a little drop. I mean, that was his first time getting the ball thrown to him. So it's going to happen. He probably was nervous or whatever. But Cody's capable of making plays, you know, getting open, like I said. And he knows the whole offense. He can play anywhere tight end, wherever you need him to play. He knows it, like the back of his hand. So I ask some questions sometimes if, I don't, if I'm unsure about a play. So that that you need a guy like that on your team sometimes because they they help you win games. You know. Got a follow up, Jeff? Yeah, just quickly on the offense. Do you guys feel like you're finding a rhythm? And you know, how do you keep that going? How do you keep taking those steps forward? Uh, just got to keep starting fast. You know. Those first drives we got to get in the end zone. That's going to be the defense energy, like you saw, like you seen yesterday or whatever. Um, once I scored that opening drive, defense carried the momentum, got to stop it, and just kept the momentum going. So that's really what, what it's all about. Starting fast and just keeping that momentum throughout the whole game. Deontay Johnson there this morning. Um, discussing all things related to that win yesterday, the offensive line performance, the absence of Juju Smith-Schuster. If you missed it, Juju, um, it's being reported by the NFL Network, is out for the season after shoulder surgery. Tough news. We'll wait for official confirmation from the Steelers. But pretty reliable sources to this point. Um, Tweeting out, talking about it on TV, wherever you get your news, that Juju is going to be done for the year. Wesley Euler with you here on the Steelers Blitz, flying solo. Um, if you missed, I tell you what, we got a bunch of IR announcements. Motsi is out with the COVID as well, too. Um, so you just got me. I'll have our buddy Chris Carter will join us at 1 o'clock as we'll get some of the Migos back together here. Um, as CeCe will be kind enough to join me for the final segment of the show as we continue to discuss all things from the uh, the win against the Broncos yesterday. At Heinz Field. Let's get to some of your tweets here now because we've had plenty of these rolling in throughout the show. Um, let's start here with Jim from Kentucky. Jim tweets, steady improvement of our young players. 27 points against a pretty good defense. Do you, do you agree that the arrow is pointing up? Not straight up, but in the right direction. You know, Jim, honestly, I think that's a good way to put it. You know, if it's, it's the arrows pointing like diagonally up, right? Like not straight up, like vertically, but like diagonally up. But that's okay. We'll take that. It's October. It's, it's still a lot of football to be played. We'll take linear progression. I think that's a good way to point it. The arrow is pointing up, not straight up, but in the right direction. And yeah, that is a good performance by the offense against a solid defense. Najee Harris, 100, uh, what, 122 yards, I think it was, on the ground, but over 100 yards. That's the first 100-yard rusher that Denver's given up all season. And... I mean, they played the Ravens last week. That's a, that's a good Broncos defense. Not a great Broncos defense, but that's a good Broncos defense that the Steelers' offense was able to have success against. That's a good performance to build on. And I think you said it well. Arrows maybe not pointing through the roof, but it's certainly pointing linear progression diagonally. 
Jason tweets, can we please stop throwing the ball to Benny Snell Jr.? Um, I like seeing, I, I agree with you. Benny's just, it's been rough sledding. I don't think he's great out of the backfield. I, I, I like what we've seen from Balage. I know when they get Anthony McFarlane back, I think maybe that's the role they envision for Anthony McFarlane Jr. And they're just kind of buying some time here until they can get him back. I did like see Kalen Balage getting some spin yesterday. But yeah, I just... None of those guys make you feel great when you're throwing it to him out of the backfield, except for Najee Harris. He's he's the only one that really has those receiver chops, the ability to, to catch the ball and and move well in space and out of the backfield as well, too, and, and run run decent routes at the same time. Uh, Rock in the Truck tweets and says, Great win yesterday. Now looking forward to getting out of the truck, flying back to my hometown from Seattle to watch the Steelers beat the Sea Chickens. Hope <laughs> they don't TP my house out here too much while I'm gone. Here we go. Yeah, that's the most exciting thing about yesterday, right? Is it breathes new life into the season. And that'll only continue if the Steelers get to 3-3. Three and three. You know, at 2-4, and four, you've, still got, you've still got hope. But at 3-3, three and three, bye week, division foe on the other side, yeah. I know a lot of us were were beat down the last couple Mondays, myself included. But uh, but if this team is able to find a way, uh, put together another strong performance at Heinz Field on Sunday, beat Seattle, Sands, Russell Wilson, uh, all of a sudden you're right back in the thick of things. Yinzer Steve tweets us and says, "What wide receivers are out there? Will they just promote from within? I'm kind of hoping they bring someone in." Ah, uh, I mean, Larry Fitzgerald hasn't officially retired yet, has he? <laughs> I I don't know. I, I have a feeling that they will probably just promote from within. I think we all know, you know he's not an all-pro, but Raren McLeod is a guy who's capable. Um, Cody White's gotten snapped. I, I just, if they bring someone in, I would imagine it would be someone to the practice squad. I don't see them signing a huge name. Although, I mean, you know what? Odell Beckham Jr., he's getting nothing from the Browns. Yeah, maybe trade for Odell at the deadline. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. A lot of you tweeting uh, well wishes to Juju here on the tweets as well. Don't don't want to read through every single one of those. Um, but but uh, appreciate your guys' participation as always. Rod Dalla tweets and says, if James Washington has a big finish to the season, Juju will be in a different uniform next year. That's an interesting angle there by Rod Dalla as well. It would be very interesting to see how the Steelers would like this thing to shake out if James Washington uh, is able to string together some solid performances here over the next 12 games. That's certainly something to keep an eye on. Still a rocker. Our buddy Jay in New Hampshire says the offensive line is really showing signs of coming together. Uh, time for the sky is falling Steelers fans to come back from the ledge now. Pierre's interception, great, yes, but how about Joe's PBU against Patrick in the end zone? The old man still got it. Yeah, how about everybody, everybody take a step back from the Clementi Bridge and just breathe? Um, yeah, big inter- end zone interception for Pierre. I think he needed that. He did not have the greatest day. He wasn't terrible or anything, but he didn't have the greatest day yesterday. But you know what? He made a play when he needed to. And quite often, that's half the battle. And Joe Hayden, you know what? Maybe same church, different pew with that conversation. I thought Joe Hayden didn't have his best game yesterday, but he made plays down the stretch when they needed him to. And again, quite often, that's half the battle. Sensei tweets, 
It says, all love to you, Professor Motes. Hope you get well soon. What did you guys think of Ryan Shazier leading off the defensive huddle? Man, that got me fired up. Me too, Sensei. That was awesome to see Ryan Shazier out there. How about a boss move, too? Wearing his own jersey like a boss. No, that it, it's great how that guy is, is still around Pittsburgh, a part of this city, part of the Steelers organization. He, I'm sure, feels that love. He deserves that love. And that's just got to be a hell of an inspiration for those guys, right? I mean, you, you got Ryan Shazier um, standing, you know, in a huddle in, in the middle of, of all the linebackers, getting them fired up before the game. Uh, I, I got to imagine that gets all those guys ready to run through a brick wall for sure. Uh, Julie tweets me and says, Victory Monday feels good. Um, do we have more money to spend uh, now that Juju's officially gone for the season on IR? And she also adds, I like that the Steelers um, are finding their rhythm as the season goes along. It's so much better than starting fast and dying on the vine. I'm confident as hell as long as injuries aren't crazy. I don't know if I'm confident as hell, but I'm confident. Um, okay, let's see. Let's touch on, on what Julie asked there. More money to spend. You know what? This might not make you happy, but the Steelers have had some money, some wiggle room to work with ever since they signed that TJ Watt extension particularly. They've got space. Juju will free up more of that, but they already had some space before him that if they really wanted to, to make a move to get something done, they probably could. And in terms of finding the rhythm as the season goes along, that is one thing that Moats and I talked about a bunch. You know, 7-0, 8-0, 9-0, 10-0, last year. We were all, you know, acting like it was a foregone conclusion that the Steelers were going to be in the AFC Championship game. It's much better to do it this way. You know, one of my best friends in the world. I was just the best man in his wedding a couple months ago. He's, what well, he's he is probably my best friend from WVU. His name's Eric. He's, uh, he's from Rochester, New York, so right outside of Buffalo. So he's a Buffalo Bills fan. You know, he called me this morning, and he's all fired up about the Bills. I mean, as he should be. They're a good team. They just went to Kansas City and smoked the Chiefs last night. But I had to remind him, no one's ever won a Super Bowl in October. No one's ever won a Super Bowl in September. About Thanksgiving is when you when you want to be hitting your stride as a football team, and you want to carry that into December and into the playoffs. And so, yeah, this is it's much better finding your rhythm and improving as the season goes along than starting out really fast and dying on the vine. Absolutely, Julie. That's a good way to put it. I like all these analogies that we're coming up with today on the Twitter.com. Uh, Steel City Reese says, prayers to Juju. Wait till two, it comes back. Yeah, I tell you what, doesn't that start to get fun to project what this defense, what this team could be if they get Stephon to it back? He was back at the end of last week working out down on the south side. Hopefully that bodes well. You know, my reckless speculation, remember a, c- a couple weeks ago with Motsi, was that um, it feels like maybe after the bye week for Stefan Tuitt, right? Uh, Zach Banner as well, too. You can get those guys, Anthony McFarland, you can get those guys the extra week of rest. Um, I don't know that. I'm just recklessly speculating. I'm just assuming. Um, but that's starting to feel uh, more and more like a possibility. And and yeah, certainly uh, get it back, get Banner back, and we'll be feeling... Uh, good about where we are, I think, for sure. Adam tweets and says, forget just firing the groin coach like you and Moats were talking about. This dude needs to be blacklisted. What the heck, man? Everyone, everyone with groin injuries. Everyone. <sighs> Let's take a last tweet here before we go to break, get to our buddy Chris Carter on the other side. Steel City Champ says, uh, game balls to the offensive line, to the wide receivers, Chase stepping up, um, 
as well as Ray Ray and uh, Pierre. What a way to bounce back. He deserves that interception. I think those are three good game balls there, Steel City champs. We're going to take a break here. When we come back to start the 1 o'clock hour, our buddy Chris Carter will join me. So do not go anywhere. This will be fun catching up with CeCe. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR.